welcome to the Unbiased Podcast with your host, Gilkristin Boyer and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. All right, so today we're just going to be playing some recordings from the March for Our Lives where we recently won, and we're also just going to be talking about gun control in general. All right, so Paul, you want to start us off? Yeah, so, I mean, we have some recordings, obviously, from some interviews from the March for Our Lives, and I'll just start off with uh, one of them. Uh, can I please have your names? Oh, yeah, I'm Victoria Ely. I'm Izzy Agricola. Uh, so why are you guys here today? Um, basically to put an end to the gun violence that has been, on, been so ongoing and, like, never-ending, and no one's really doing anything to help us or support us, and especially as students, because we feel, like, afraid to go to school or even just live in our communities and have our legislatures and our supposed leaders not do anything about it. Um, yeah, wait, why are you here today? Uh, I just think it's really important that we all come and stand in solidarity. Like, it was really moving to see everybody walk through the streets and everybody cheering that was watching us, too, and, like, see everyone uh, coming together. There was definitely, like, a super moving and emotional moment because it's, it definitely is just, like, a message to the government that something needs to change. And that's yeah, happened, and like, um, so right there in that video, mm-hmm. um, they're talking about the main, the main message um, that she's saying is that students should not have to be afraid when they go to school. Mm-hmm. And do you feel afraid when you go to school, Paul? I mean, there's obviously always that small doubt inside, and there's mm-hmm. always that small thing. I mean, recently we had some issues where, like, someone came to our school, and uh, I don't know, everyone's just, like, they're, they're a bit free, f- afraid and paranoid. And, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely always in the back of my mind, but it's not really yeah, the main it's, it's issue not, for me. It's not, you're yeah. right, it's not like you're really afraid or you're afraid to the mm-hmm. point where you don't want to come to school. But that's interesting that they feel that way, mm-hmm. and I think – in some school districts or some other schools, mm-hmm. students definitely feel way more afraid of, um, yeah. of coming to school because you don't know what you know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. It's um it's tough to tell if someone might try and you know do something harm mm-hmm. people. So that's that's a fair point that she's raising right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's keep going. We need to stop all gun violence, not just mass shootings. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, what do you think the solution is? So here she mentions banning assault rifles, which mm-hmm. are obviously the main use in most school shootings, like yeah. the mass ones. And I mean, they're very efficient mm-hmm. for killing people. Yeah. And that's most... So compared to a handgun, an yeah. assault rifle is a lot more effective. And I think that's the main use of an assault rifle in general. I mean, mm-hmm. the AR-15s and things like that that are yeah. used, I mean... And uh, I mean, as we saw in the, in the Florida shooting, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the 18-year-old used an assault rifle mm-hmm. and was able to kill around 17 people. So... It's. I mean, it's. It seems like it's a weapon mm-hmm. meant for for destruction. It's a. It's a weapon meant for getting as many people as you can. Yeah, the ones where we hear a lot of the deaths, we always it's coupled with the uh, AR-15 mm-hmm. assault rifles. And, and like I mean, she ra- she says that um we shouldn't just you know worry about assault um mass shootings, but we should we should also care about um you know just any type mm-hmm. of shooting, gun violence in general. And this comes in, you know, in a lot of uh, neighborhoods with with a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. They don't use assault rifles. They use, you know, small caliber yeah. handguns. So that's 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 a it's a side of the mm-hmm. story that a lot of people don't cover. You know, a lot of people just talk yeah. about the you know the assault rifles, the big the big guns. Mm-hmm. But in, in, at the end of the day, also this you know the twenty two caliber, the forty four caliber, those small yeah. those small handguns, they do have. Um, yeah, they they are dangerous. I guess people like mentioning the big guns because those are the ones where if you cut those out, mm-hmm. the I big mean, shootings exactly. you cut those out too. And I mean, it stops some of this. It's I mean the small handguns also have a point, but I mean mm-hmm. it's the stuff that's but easier to get to rid of. Exactly, and mm-hmm. with a small handgun, probably the the most we have is around nineteen rounds, which mm-hmm. isn't that much, and the aim is not that good. So compared to an assault rifle to an AR fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's. 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 Just, it's. You. You cannot cause mm-hmm. half as much damage with um using a handgun or or, 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 or rather than using a, an assault rifle. So yeah. that is. I mean, I don't. I. I st- I'm very confused why assault rifles are still not banned. Yeah. I'm very, I mean, and a lot of people. A lot of people at the march. That was the main. That was the main tone. Why are not just en- why is anyone allowed to get this gun? But why mm-hmm. is eight? Why is an eighteen year old specifically allowed to get this gun? I mean, yeah. I saw an interesting. St- Specific or where sin- Democrats have offered over thirty um thirty laws to limit gun control and l- I mean limit shootings and add gun control, and only three of them had a, have had Republican sponsors, which means like I mean it's an issue where like 
you see the NRA predominantly helping and paying for the Republicans, and they're the ones going against gun control. I mean, Republican doesn't stand for pro-gun, but you're seeing them, I, I mean, mean you, back are, all these issues. These are clear, like, yeah. clear pattern going mm-hmm. across where the NRA spends a lot more money on Republicans, mm-hmm. and Republicans seem to be more willing to, they're more willing to mm-hmm. shut down these gun, gun control laws and laws which is supposed to make getting a gun harder, mm-hmm. so it, it's clear. And let's continue the video. Yeah. Could take the entire Second Amendment away, but I think that because of the way it's written, you can add a ton of gun control. It's like my thing is, if people really want guns, if people are these trained people who get guns, then you are a- you are willing and you are able to go through a mandatory waiting period, go through a class, go through some gun safety, like, have all these regulations. Like if you want the gun that bad, then you should be willing to do that. Yeah, and we've we've, we've seen that in other nations. They make the process very difficult. They make it hard. Mm-hmm. And if you really want a gun after the after going through the process, then you have mm-hmm. the right to get it. So, and I see I'm on your poster, you have a picture of, uh, of Drake <laughs> and one of his songs, and obviously Drake is a famous musician. Do you think that besides the government doing more, do you think that musicians and, um, and, and actors should be doing more? I definitely think that everyone who has a voice should use their voice. So I'm not necessarily like pinning it on just saying that people who are uh, huge in the media, yeah, but I think and, that's um, a lot. With, with the musicians mm-hmm. thing, um, I think it was Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. uh, or Carmelo Anthony, uh, <laughs> Confused. Um, <laughs> which was one of the others. Um, they spent. Um, they 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 offered transportation for the kids from Parkland to to go to the march in D.C. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Wade donated over two hundred thousand dollars um, towards the cause to providing transportation and mm-hmm. and just making it easier for the survivors, uh, people who from people who wanted to go to the march, to to go into in Washington D.C. So that's definitely seeing um, mm-hmm. people that we look up to, you know, sports players, musicians, definitely standing up for what they believe. Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, they shouldn't be just like shutting up and dribbling. I mean, exactly. we've mentioned that a lot on this <laughs> podcast. Would say that, but I mean, <laughs> I think it's really important that like people do cite their opinions because getting involved in the political process is the most important thing. And if exactly. you have like these important people in power just giving their opinions, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it shows that there's more people that have these ideas and it just politicizes the ideas and it opens up a conversation for like everyone to talk mm-hmm. and then i mean the best idea wins in the end yeah right? and i mean they have a huge platform that's mm-hmm. one big thing they could reach out to millions mm-hmm. in a few hours rather than if i want to reach out to millions that would you know take me a few months maybe. Yeah, I mean, your whole life yeah, maybe even taking my whole life my whole life uh-huh. to reach out to, uh, to millions so that's it, it's great that we're, mm-hmm. we're not we're not we're seeing right high school students and young people stand up for what they believe in but also their role models, you know, mm. musicians, um, sports players, everyone standing up for what they believe and really pushing on the message. Yeah. Large part of especially our generation is like what we see in the media influences us and like what our favorite artists do influence us. So I think that if you have that kind of voice, if you have that kind of influence, you should use it to influence people and say like this is what should we should be happening and have that ability to use their voice. I don't think that it should just be someone saying like. Like, if it's an athlete being like, oh, just stick to basketball. Like, if you have that kind of stage and you have that kind of option, like, use it. Like, that's your Mm -hmm. opportunity. Great. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, so that kind of wraps it up. And again, she mentions is, like, they shouldn't just be, like, Mm -hmm. doing their job because they have a huge platform where they can give their ideas, start a conversation, and just have the conversation keep going. And then in the end, if you're having a conversation, the best idea wins. Yeah, yeah. And so it comes down to the problem, like, um, people who are – pro-gun or anti-gun sometimes you'll find mm. someone they, they're so they're so deep in what they believe in they're not willing to listen mm. to any other side and i mean at that point you you can't go anywhere you know if i'm not willing to listen to what you have to say mm. and you're not w- w- willing to listen to what i have to say and then i mean it's a deadlock right so there's yeah. no way that i can hear what you i don't know if what you have to say is right or wrong because mm. i'm not willing to listen to it and so just having the conversation and obviously these are mm-hmm. athletes you know they go on the on instagram on twitter and post what they think and mm-hmm. by doing that they might some people might say oh you know why should we be listening to someone who went from high school to yeah. the nba but pe- kids look up to them and by saying oh you know he has the money but he's still standing up for social justice mm-hmm. maybe i should do the same and it's just a great way to get everyone involved especially with young mm-hmm. people and you're seeing this more and more like former athletes or former actors they try mm-hmm. to stay out of politics to keep their broad audience but like i like that people are all giving their opinions because if everyone gives their opinions you might disagree with them but you'll still enjoy their films and you'll just keep watching but then if only one person's giving their opinion then they could be blacklisted from hollywood or just you know ignored Mm -hmm. and so i think it's great that like if everyone's speaking out it's just like the conversation it's like i disagree at the end of the day but i'll keep watching you yeah exactly because it's 
when even if with me mm-hmm. anytime I disagree with someone I respect them not because I, I mm-hmm. not because I agree with what they say or I, I respect what they say but I, I I do give them some sort of respect because I mm-hmm. know that it takes courage just to to talk about what you believe and then just to talk about what you stand what, what you what what you stand for and then being able to have a conversation even though we disagree mm-hmm. and not you know go to personal attacks and not you know call me a dummy and not yeah. just being civil while having a a, a disagreement that's I mean that's something that everyone mm-hmm. should exercise and I think these sports players they get that's that's the one thing that they're really good at doing they're mm-hmm. able to say what they believe in and get a lot of people to not only agree with them but just even look at the other side so yep. why are they thinking this and it, it's great yeah yeah I mean let's we have some other interviews let's, mm-hmm. let's play those all right so uh, I'm Paul this is Gil and George so let's just start off like what your names are um, Ashley Fahey uh, Olivia Lapola. All right, I think Gil has a question. Uh, so uh, I can see a sign here, and you're saying that your private part has more regulated, <laughs> has more regulation than guns. And why do you think that? Uh, because there are no women in power that are putting in their input. Like all, it's all men that are making the regulations, and clearly they're fucking up by making all these laws. Yeah, sorry for the language. Um, we had to make sure that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the main thing. The amount of those far outweigh the laws regarding guns and gun safety. Yeah, so she mentions how, like, there's no women in power, and so that's why these opinions aren't getting out, and I think that's right. I mean, we need more perspectives. We need more discussion. And I think maybe having more women in power would help that. And yeah, it would, because it provides... I mean, I don't understand. I don't know what... I can try to, you know, sympathize with what women mm. go through, but I cannot really... I, mm. I can only do so much yeah. as a man. I'm, pr- I'm I have more privilege than a woman has, mm. and so I can. They have women have the experience to they have the experience to offer, and mm. they without having women to rep- to represent us, they're only getting one side of the story, and that's the man's side of the story. And mm-hmm. as of now, I would say that's not going well. Yeah, it's not going. Yeah, it's well. not going well. So, what do you guys think should be done about guns? <coughs> Personally, I support the right for people to own handguns for personal protection. Um, I don't think that assault weapons have any place in our society. So that was just a huge theme throughout. Everyone was just against mm-hmm. assault weapons, and you saw so many of these opinions that you were like, why is this still a thing? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, and uh, this is, I mean, and she said, she, she's not saying that we should, mm-hmm. and across the board, everyone was mm-hmm. saying, we're not saying that we should take away the Second Amendment. You know, mm-hmm. no one's saying that, oh, mass exert like mm-hmm. take away all the guns and no more guns no one's saying that people are just saying in order for someone to get especially an assault rifle mm-hmm. it should be hard it should, should not be, be hard. easy it should not be easy for someone to get an assault rifle mm-hmm. and that's and if you talk to someone who's pro gun they might say oh they want to take all our guns that's not the case no mm-hmm. one wants to take your guns just people don't want people who are not qualified mm-hmm. to get a hold of the the big guns yeah, and, and that, I would say that's pretty common sense. That's common yeah, sense. Yeah, it's common sense. I mean, and still, be, people don't agree with it. I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, I think Democrats. Again, I'm gonna mention this again. They they mm-hmm. tried to pass thirty different laws. Only three of them had Republican sponsors, and I think nearly none of them passed. I mean, they're they're just getting wi- getting rid of these common sense regulations. If they hear the word gun control, they they think that's it's it. a bad word, yeah. and it's it's over. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going. Especially at our schools. Um, there are limits to the Second Amendment. It was written in the 1700s, no longer applicable for most ideas now. And actually, a bit that I have, do you think we should really be listening to laws that were written by a bunch of old white men <laughs> in, I mean, how many more, how many, wh- how long has that been? Over 200 years. And this obviously, um, this af- affects mo- a lot of women, it affects women a lot. So wh- what do you think about that? Um, I think we definitely, people like read into the Constitution way too much and like they just, Yeah, I'd just like to go on to that point. I mean, people think of the Constitution as like a Bible. And I mean, mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for the Founding Fathers. I mean, they, they obviously, they made a great system. It's lasted over 200 years. But did they? But it, it wasn't <laughs> perfect. And that's yeah. why we had the amendment system. That's why they knew there are things in this that, that aren't perfect. Even, yeah, even I mean, when they were making it, they knew that things were going to change, right? I mean, they didn't mention the word slavery, but it was basically legal. I mean, there were problems with the Constitution. And I mean, I, I don't think it should be... List looked at, yeah. I mean, as a perfect and people always go back to, system. oh, they wrote it the way it is, so we should leave it the way, you know, like, mm-hmm. why change it? 
but they intentionally wrote it very open ended, mm. just just for the reason that people can mm. you know p- they can change it as time goes by, and so the notion that we should not be changing it because it's part of our constitution, that's I mean that's that's mm-hmm. logical, right? That's that's. I mean, they made the amendment system. They mm-hmm. made the Supreme Court to interpret the constitution and see the best way to utilize it. And I mean, I I don't think it should be looked at as like a bible for government. I mean. It, it should be looked at as a great system that should be looked at and I mean can, co- always, be can always be looked at and copied and used, but it should not be used as this perfect system that should never be because changed. It's not perfect. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's simply not perfect. I mean, women couldn't vote. I mean, blacks were slaves, yeah. Yeah, right? And we changed that. So why can't we change it? Yeah. Those two things were still there were assault laws rifles in place did not exist. I mean, and we're talking about a, a militia at the, at the mm-hmm. time when they were, they were creating this, and. I don't think we're forming a militia anytime soon <laughs> in Belmont or anywhere no. in the United States. So I, I just, no. I, it's, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if we're so hard on, um, on, on interpreting it. The, mm-hmm. j- they're so hard line on it. And that's, I, I guess that's the, that's the sad reality. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. I mean, that's a good point. If you don't think someone's mature enough to use alcoholic beverages, why why are they mature enough to have a gun? Why are they mature enough? Yeah, that's a, I mean, it's a good question. Uh, I, if we go on to talk about, yeah. um, I think alcohol is yeah. a little less dangerous than it's bad for you. Oh, it definitely is, most definitely. On the odds that you could, you know, maybe wipe out a few hundred people, probably alcohol is not as dangerous <laughs> as um no. as an assault rifle. But yeah, you need to be a little old to drink alcohol. I think and I'm not a big fan yeah. of alcohol, obviously, but. It's interesting how those two laws work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, so this person was actually, he was wearing, he had a paper mache Trump as a pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we actually. Well, it, was, it was very artistic. I, yeah. I don't think I could do that if I tried. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was good to look at. Yeah, yeah it was interesting. It was let's look. Okay, so, well, basically, the explanation is this is Donald Trump, and he's a pig. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know that from the way he treats women, the way he treats uh, various people, that, other nationalities, other people from around yeah, the world. Yeah, it's a bit off-topic from the whole subject. Yeah. We'll see. But he's a pig, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll see strike-down laws that, uh, that make yeah. it harder to, to, to get um, a gun if you have some sort of mental illness. Yeah. So you do that, so I, mean, I think pig is just right, yeah. yeah. Just right. Now, uh, oh, sorry, I see you wear holding a sign that the fascist yeah the fascist uh trump pence regime must go in other words like in other words they're fascists it's no exaggeration to say that uh in the name of humanity we refuse to accept a fascist america and then there's also a website here refusefascism.org oh, nice. yeah. so do, besides obviously you know going against uh, the the trump pence regime do you think that coming out here and and you know marching and really voicing what you think will actually stop this problem or do you think it's just going to be a one-time thing and then and then we all forget about it well there is a certain irony to people coming out and uh, demanding trump stop violence when he's actually threatening nuclear war on people <laughs> right he, he made a point that it's a good point killing hundreds versus killing millions i mean mm-hmm. but i mean i think gun control it's people in america and can stop gu- stop that anyway is, is a good thing i mean yeah but it, again these lawmakers that we, we elect into office, they end up going there and they sit down. They they sit they sit in their offices mm-hmm. and just let they watch money fly in and mm-hmm. they like it seems like they don't care, you know. It mm-hmm. seems it really seems like they don't care and I, I really don't know where to go with this anymore. Yeah. It seems you know, we, we we I mean the tragedy happened um, a few weeks ago and it's almost inevitable that something is gonna happen again and then we're gonna go back mm-hmm. start protesting and, and, and voice our voice or what we believe in and then just it's we go back to square one every single time and that's yeah. that's my biggest fear right after the shooting i mean trump mentioned some things to fix the issues and one was arming teachers or among other things first of all i don't think arming teachers is the best idea to solve gun control <laughs> by any uh, by any means but again i still haven't seen anything done with this he mentioned that idea he didn't even follow through with that idea which and i thought I mean, that's was, very trump-esque yeah. he yeah. mentioned something on Twitter doesn't follow it up. No. no, but the arming teacher thing, I mean, if if Miss McKinley can barely tell who's talking in class, 
I'm not sure she's gonna be able to tell who's attacking and all the kids running out. Yeah, it's it's just not a good idea. And I this it, it I think there's better to, ways. There's better ways. I, it goes back mm-hmm. to people say, "How do you stop a bad guy with a gun?" That's a good guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. No, it's not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just don't think that works. Um, even for police officers, which they, we know they have extensive mm-hmm. training. It's tough for them to... Yeah. They make bad calls all the time. We saw Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. I mean, the police officer there, he oh. claims he thought the shooter was outside. I mean, so he didn't go in. Mm-hmm. But first off, if he couldn't do his job right, how do you expect to... And, and he's he been training gun. his... Been, he yeah. had a gun. He's been training his whole life. to go through the police academy. Yeah, I mean, how do you expect a teacher with a gun to do any better? I mean, I think it's just like... It's absurd to expect teachers to do this because they come in, they want to teach children, they want to mm-hmm. have a fun class, and you're telling them... Oh, keep this gun in case of a school shooting. Yep. It might never happen, but you know, you have to have this gun in but class. Also it could happen right yeah, now. I mean, but it, and so at that point, should we mm. paying teachers, you know, triple what they're earning? Yeah. <laughs> because that's that's what it, it mm. can't work like that. It's just mm. I would not want to go to class yeah. with my teacher. You pay them a teacher's salary and a policeman's salary. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean and th- you just I can never see how that mm-hmm. I don't know how you can you can you can say with a straight face that you know how we can solve this gun issue? Not not make it harder for people to get guns, but we should arm teachers. And let's, also, let's make let's get more guns. Having out a there. gun in a kindergarten classroom, having a gun in a high school classroom—that's just not a good idea. I mean, I mean, you, right? Teach yeah. the human beings. Mm-hmm. Teach the human beings. If you know a teacher is having a bad day and some students are pushing a button, I hope not. But what's gonna happen? No. I mean, right? Human beings. Human mm. beings. Right? You never know. Yeah. You know, if someone's pushing my buttons, you know, you might just decide mm-hmm. to punch them. But if a teacher, you know, has like you, the thing is that you never know. Yeah. You never know. Human beings, you know, sometimes are irrational. They make bad decisions, and that's that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just seeing my teacher having a Glock twenty two on their on their on their belt mm-hmm. loop. Not something I want to see. Yeah. Not something I want to see. <laughs> All right. My my button's bigger than yours in terms of North Korea just recently, so that would be massive, massive violence. But you know, it's a system that's fundamentally violent, right? It's a system that. Uh, killed all the American Indians when people started coming here and you know setting up slavery and so it's a system of exploitation and oppression and it goes from back in the old days till today right so that's why people should be checking out these websites and actually trying to develop you know a better understanding of how that thing works yeah. so do you think like America's really like a fascist country or do you think like we're, we're taking like some well, bad they're trying, steps they're trying, so so there's two ways of organizing a society one is kind of like a dictatorship with sort of a veneer of democracy over it a veneer of rights now if let's say you were a poor black person obviously you wouldn't really have any rights because the police could come shoot you anyway and then you know your so-called right to not be I mean, he's hitting all the points he's yeah. hitting all the points really um i i think i agree with almost everything he said I mean, I would agree with almost we're definitely not a fascist country. I think we have some issues with. I mean, with he raised the point the way we treat um, mm-hmm. immigrants. Uh, well, I'm, I don't agree. You know, yeah, he later raises the point with uh, yeah, illegal immigrants as exactly. well. Exactly, and mm-hmm. I don't think we're too far off. I, I really don't think we're too far off. Yeah. I mean, we'll, yeah. Let's keep going. Shot is out the window, but you know they still have like in the rule books at least this this, this thing of well we have rights. But under fascism, you get rid of all those rights. You, you know, you just basically give all the rights to boneheads and Neanderthals and NRA types and so on. They just go around and, and do, you know, horrible things to people. Yeah. So you, so you think, like, we're going in the wrong way and, like, these, like, rights are being ignored right now, like, at least to a certain extent? Right. I mean, there's a similarity between the way immigrants are being treated here and how Jews and Nazi Germany were being treated. I don't think that's fair. I mean, I think we're having deportations and, I mean... Illegal immigrants are treated poorly. I will agree with that, but I don't think it's nearly as similar to Jews in Nazi Germany. Well, I think it's always um, I was having conversations with someone, mm-hmm. and he told me it's always tough to um to make a comparison to Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. E- and in the past, this used to be something that you don't do, even yeah. if it's your you know your biggest political opponent. You don't make that. You don't make that comparison. But and I think I would agree in this scenario. I, I really? don't think it's. I don't think the way we treat. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I mean, maybe comparable to the beginning when, but many of the Jews were legal people in Germany. I think it's it's a very different situation. I think people always like to compare to the extremes, and that's why this has been happening. I mean, I think there's actually a name for this. When like the beginning stages of the like of the um of Mm. of Nazi Germany, the Holocaust was you know like making it harder for Mm. for um for Jewish people to go to school, making it harder for them to run businesses. 
I think that's how I think you could make that comparison. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that that's that's very close to how Ill- there are Ill- some Ill- similarities, but there's always some similarities between everything. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary to so fit. So I, I guess I would say that's a little bit of a stretch. It, yeah, it's a stretch. Or a lot of uh, or a big stretch actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, yeah. the Jews were given no rights at all. Immigrants are given no rights at all. If you know the. German troops came in and just shot up everybody, killed them. That would be, you know, normal. Well, they're basically doing the same thing to poor neighborhoods right here. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. I, I think I don't agree there is that. definitely police violence, and there's yes, definitely but it's unwarranted. Not, you know, it's not like the whole Belmont Police Department goes to the poorest part of Belmont mm-hmm. and shoots up illegal or like anywhere. Yeah, I don't think Belmont's necessarily the, the place oh, oh, to any, put the oh, example. Like, okay, anyway. But they're not going into neighborhoods and just shooting up all the black yeah, people. Not, if that was the yeah. case... There'd be a bigger issue. There is implicit bias. There, yeah, there are other issues. Yeah, and I, I think maybe for every 10 good cops, there's probably one bad cop. Mm. And that's with everything. For every 10 yeah. good teachers, there's probably one bad teacher. That's with everything. Mm-hmm. So, But I don't think it's you know 10 for 10 where mm-hmm. like a whole police department or, or the National Guard is like... Marching mm-hmm. in and saying, "Oh, illegal immigrants, we're gonna shoot them." And I don't think they're it's instructed the to do so by the mm-hmm. government either, That's not which legal. which was the case in Germany. Oh, and like we have some outliers with um w- was the I think Sheriff Joe from mm-hmm. who was I mean he, oh he, yeah yeah he like he would like put a, a bunch of like prisoners control. outside so yeah. that they mm-hmm. boil alive exactly. well not boil yeah, he was not spirit. a good guy, and yeah. then he got fined by the president. So that just shows where we're going. Yeah, but th- that's an outlier. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's a fair statement for for him to make. You, you cannot compare that. It's yeah. it's it's not. I think it, like it's almost insulting. I think it's always good to keep perspective and always to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Is it the same thing? Well, is some it people good? think it's not. Some people think it is. But we obviously see there are issues as well right now. Mm-hmm. So I guess he does bring up a point that will lead to. I mean. Maybe people will talk. It leads to a conversation. People but realize there are some issues today, and then we might try to solve those. But it's definitely not comparable. Yeah, to but Germany. I think picking a very extreme scenario mm-hmm. like Nazi Germany, it it shuts off people. It shuts yeah. off people, right? Mm-hmm. Sh- and you know, I'm I, I generally agree with what he's saying. Yeah. But it's tough for me right now to to even rationalize with him mm-hmm. because he just compared it to uh, to not to to Nazi Germany. And I'm thinking, if I'm someone that does not agree with what he says, once I hear Nazi Germany. I'm not even. I'm sh- my brain shut off a long time That's ago. That's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to hear anything you say because the the when I hear you say Nazi Germany compared to America right now, you you don't have any perspective then. At that point, mm-hmm. you're you're coming off from a wrong place, and I I can't really entertain you. And I mean, I think he already shut off a lot of people by portraying our president as a pig. I mean, mm-hmm. which obviously I think it's fair. But I, <laughs> I mean, he he's shutting off his core base, the people mm-hmm. that he'd want to reach. Well, that everyone would want to reach. But I also think that, I mean, we might try and pull up a picture we might, uh, for yeah. the, those watching on video. But, um, yeah, I don't think that was the best idea to reach the, the people. He wants to change minds. Like, if he wants mm-hmm. to change minds, I don't think that was the best idea. No, but I think it, it's, it's tough because uh, w- when I'm thinking, when I think of a, of a movement, of a great mm-hmm. movement, I think it's always, it's more about convincing the other side. Mm-hmm. Even though you might not be as, um, as, 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 as aggressive in, in, your, in your marketing or in your, in your campaigning, it's about convincing the other side mm-hmm. rather than getting everyone who's already agreeing with you. Yeah. Because what he's saying right now, some of it is true. Some of, most of it, I, I think it's not. Mm-hmm. But if I'm someone who's even neutral, mm-hmm. if I hear that, I'm, I'm, I'm not shut convinced. Off. I'm, I'm shut off, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. shut <laughs> off. Right? I'm, I'm shut off. So I think, but if you agree with him, you're going to say, right on point. Yeah. But that, I mean, we're not getting anywhere. Are we really getting anywhere if we're just getting people that already agree with us to agree with us? Yeah. Or would we rather have people that are neutral, people who don't agree with us, to not necessarily agree with us immediately, but to understand where we're coming Mm -hmm. from? And with the way he's formulating his argument, I don't think that's the way to get people to understand where you're coming Mm -hmm. from. Let's finish this off. Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, immigrants have no rights here? Well, I mean, immigrants are being deported for basically no reason at all, right? Including little kids, right? Mm-hmm. Little kids have been have been deported for a while now, so it's yeah, it's it's uh, well, and plus they just well, the DAC program is was put in place to protect yeah um kids from getting deported for no reason, and I'm an immigrant, and I mean he's saying that immigrants get deported for no reason. That's a yeah. blanket statement, you mm-hmm. know that 
I'm, I think I'm he goes on to say something even more and inflammatory, right. but <laughs> if I remember correctly, but we'll see. Uh, but I mean, they're not getting deported for mm -hmm. no reason. For my family to, to come to America, we had to take a very long process, a very expensive mm -hmm. process. But after that, we get to we get the reward of living in Belmont, living in in America without mm -hmm. having to worry about um, doing anything. We, we yeah. get to be permanent residents, so it's tough to come to America. But what if you follow the steps and you get mm -hmm. to America? Then I mean, it's you yeah. make it, and so uh, that's a very blanket statement. Yeah. I, again, I don't agree with. Let's you. hear what he has to say. Mm -hmm. Talk about them like um, like they're monsters or that they're all criminals and rapists. Are you right? talking about? Well, both illegal immigrants, but it, you know, it's really across the board, yeah. right? If you're brown-skinned or whatever, they'll, they'll figure, oh, yeah, you must be illegal. See, that that, that was really what, I mean, I, I didn't mention uh, it there, but that really set me off. I was like, I don't think that's true. That's well, just there are some injustices, right? If you're, yeah. you're brown-skinned, you won't like to get pulled over. I would say you're going to You're get not going to get deported. They're going to see, a, they're gonna see a Hispanic person and just bring him to Mexico yeah, when he was born in America. Yeah, or you're going to see brown-skinned that could be Indian that mm -hmm. could be you know you could define a, a black person as being brown. yeah so that's again another blanket statement uh, what the only thing that I'm taking away from this video is just just throw on all these statements that apply to anyone and everyone and make them mm -hmm. true when I, when I saw the sign I mean I thought he might have a good point I, I, we mm -hmm. wanted to listen we want to have a conversation but he's not backing his things up with facts I mean he's mentioning how if you look brown you get deported and again yeah. there are some injustices there are definitely injustices there's no people, doubt about people that people of color brown mm -hmm. people but if you're a if you have, if you're an American citizen and you happen mm -hmm. to be brown, besides the you know so often mm -hmm. you know getting pulled over, I don't yeah. think you're gonna get deported. Like, it's it's unreasonable. Uh, I'm gonna put it there. You, it's unreasonable. You're shutting people off. Yeah, this is. I mean, it, mm. I, I, I'm I'm finding it. I'm I'm having a very hard time to even like reason with what he's saying because yeah. it's, at this point it's just false, and it's over and over again what he's saying. It's not true. Yeah. So, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> so do you think, what do you think gun control really, like, help us, like, if we didn't impose, like, higher gun control? Or do you I, 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 ultimately, I think it takes a revolution if you want real freedom, you know? So I don't think, I think that the guns are already out there. The question is, which, who actually controls those guns, and which class ultimately controls those guns? Because they don't give a shit about poor kids shooting each other in Chicago. They don't care about that. They, do they care about, you know, a few uh, kids that troll on the internet and go out and shoot people up in the name or whatever? They don't give a shit about that. You know, so. I was having a hard time understanding who, what exactly he was who, saying. Who doesn't care? I mean, overall, I think the idea is, I mean, he was, it was a march for gun control. I was trying to see, I mean, why he was here. He was just trying to, you know, go against the Trump-Pence regime, but he was, I don't know. It's, and I just don't feel like this was the right place to... Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel there's a lot of political agenda mm -hmm. being behind, and that's, I mean, almost every time someone's mm -hmm. speaking, there's, at this point, there's some sort of political agenda backing yeah. it. But with the stopping the Trump regime, I think by making that the focus of coming mm -hmm. to the event, that it, it takes away the importance of the event, and mm -hmm. I think it's great that he came out. Yeah. But if you're gonna come out, I think you should at least, you know, have get some numbers. Um, get some numbers, mm -hmm. get some facts. Don't just throw out blanket statements that apply to anyone and anyone, everyone and anyone. Yeah. Um, it's hard to convince people of what you believe mm -hmm. in if you're going to be just throwing out something. I think it was almost bad for his movement, bad for what he was trying to do, what he mm -hmm. did here, just because he's trying to get people inflamed up with the paper mache pig of Trump, and then he's not and backing he up his... attention. He yeah. was getting attention. Which he's is, not backing up his statement with facts. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just overall... I don't think he really helped his cause in general. And I think we can just wrap this one up here and just go on yeah. to the next one. But that's that's interesting. I mean, mm -hmm. and so we're seeing here, you know, we have some logical people and we have some people mm -hmm. who are not doing a great job of putting, putting uh, setting across their message. And um, obviously, if you're going to go to a movement, it's great that you're going, but mm -hmm. you have to have an objective, right? You, might, you, must have, yeah. you, you, you have to have an, object, an objective. In order for you to really achieve that goal, it, you need to have back mm -hmm. up your numbers, and you sh don't be too, you know, you can't be too too aggressive. You can't be too um, on mm -hmm. the other side. You have to be willing to, I guess, compromise. You have to be be able to be understandable by other people, by op mm -hmm. the opposition. And, okay, so this next one was, like, so the NRA passed by, and there was some yelling and shouting, and mm -hmm. the police was on either side of them, and they just basically just passed, that, passed by the Boston Commons and just left. We never saw them again. It was actually quite interesting. I wasn't sure 
how big their march was, but they just, but the, yeah, uh, it was like a minute they passed by, they were gone. Dude, seven hundred or no, maybe fifty. It's a very small amount of it was people. A very small amount of people, but they were. I guess it's just because it's Boston, the white, though. But um, the white power signs, so they were doing a good job with that. Yeah, <laughs> so I think there was one person who, yeah, it's just huge. So um, I'm Gilchrist, and we're here with the Hamar School yeah. Podcast. This is Paul Muser, and uh, obviously the NRA supporters just walked by. How does that make you feel? Great, because they don't deserve to be here. This is a act of like change, positive change. People are here to like stop having this negative like killing of children and people in schools, and they're here stating other facts that aren't relevant right now. Mm-hmm. And we're here to make a change. Yeah, and um, after the NRA walked by, mm-hmm. I was I was kind of shocked. Yeah. Um, this was not the place for them to show up. Yeah, I mean, the place for them to show up, and um, it just shows. I mean, we had over I, I don't know we in 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 Boston we had over a lot of seventy thousand. Then now was around seventy thousand, at least fifty thousand people mm-hmm. show up to the march, and the NRA has they have the guts to show up. I think it's definitely their right to show up. I think they had yeah, every they right to. Right, but I think they're not proposing solutions though. They weren't being proactive. They weren't like, all right, we disagree with banning guns. But they this is what we yelling. should do. They were just yelling. Saying you guys are stupid, we want to keep our know, guns. Cussing. I think they were they were just saying stuff that were supposed to piss people off. Yeah, really, they were trying to get a reaction. Yeah. And fine, you don't agree with what we believe in, but how about you tell us your story? Mm-hmm. How about you tell us what you think? Why should we listen to what you have to say? If you're going to, you know, just try and get a reaction mm-hmm. out of this, we I'm not going to take you seriously if you're not willing to, not say if you're not willing to propose an idea that you know is somewhat reasonable. Yeah. And it seems like they're just trying to go against that. Exactly. They seems like they don't even care. Spot here, like we're trying to have a positive change. They're just, they're getting surrounded by police. They're allowed to say whatever they want with microphones. I don't think that they should be here. Like they're being protected by police. Like if they have their own right, like why aren't we being protected by them? Why aren't we being surrounded by them? They are just, they know that they shouldn't be here because of that reason. Yeah, and so do you, oh sorry. Um, yeah. do you think it's fair that they're getting police protection? I mean, I if mean, they're I gonna come out here to look for I trouble, think it's is that fair? fair? Because I think a lot of people would, I mean, try to do something to them. But I mean, they're here when they know what they're going against, so they shouldn't really. Yeah. That I, I have to disagree with. That. I think they have every right to come here and give their opinion. Although I mm. completely disagree, and I thought it was. I mean, it wasn't the right spot for them to come in. Really, they weren't there to propose solutions. If I would have rather they come and maybe give an, uh, an alternate opinion and another way to solve things, but they were just there to inflame people. They had, like, I think these loudspeakers, and they were just, I don't know. I think one of them just yelled out, there's only two genders. What does that have to do with gun control? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's what we see, not to lash out, that's what we see with the, the extreme conservatives mm-hmm. or the alt-right. That's what we see. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they don't really have a clear direction of what they, no. of what, why they disagree with you. They just have an idea that, you know, if you happen to be liberal, have some, you know, liberal mm-hmm. ideology, you're wrong. And they will say whatever they can yeah. to get on your right. And that's what they yeah. do. Like, with the two-gender thing, that's... What does that have to do with anything? I mean, they're, yeah, they were just there to annoy liberals. That, that's, I mean, that's, that was the main thing. Yeah, who do you think really is to blame for, like, the school shootings, like, at the moment? Do you think it's the NRA, like, the government, really? Who do you think is the main issue? I mean, I think the government, they're not putting enough, like laws like i don't know how i don't know how a child can get um, an ak-15 or ar-15 like i don't AK-15, understand why they need one of why those that really why? Yeah. 18 it's year old in fact that's yeah. ridiculous yeah. right yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I think, mean um, like it's not necessary it just causes so much like destruction and like people there should be control mm. on it because the bigger picture is people dying and the safety of people's lives guns aren't more important than that I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Guns are not more important than lives. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, we saw I mean, there's nothing more. But uh, the the march was, it was great to see everyone come out, you know. Mm-hmm. It was good to see everyone come out. I think we actually have a few more, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah we do have a few more, but that was, I think, mm-hmm. that sums it up. Mm-hmm. That sums it up to why everyone went to the march and why, you know, you should support it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have another one right here. I think this is our last video, like, yeah. Do you think yeah. it's to blame for, like, all this, like, all these school shootings? Do you think we shouldn't, like, we should point fingers at anyone? I feel like pointing fingers is a waste of time. That's how you create division instead of uh, coming to a common idea. Um, yeah, I would stay away from blame. I would focus more on forward movement 
and just admitting that none of us really thought this through and mm. thought that it could get this bad. So now it's time to just kind of figure it out together. And um, do you think that the march will help? Do you think we'll see an action? Do, do, do you think we'll see someone take action, actually try and stop this, or do you think it's just another one, another march that's gonna go by? Um, I hope for the best. I think what I'm most excited about is to see young kids mm-hmm. making a difference because the reality is, if the change doesn't happen now, at least you know that younger kids who will eventually become people in political power, parents teaching other children, they'll be the ones that make the change. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. And um. Just uh, she was talking about uh, getting the young kids involved, mm-hmm. and it brings me back um to you know nineteen sixty three around that time when the civil rights mm-hmm. movement was really um kicking up with the Montgomery bus boycott, and the re- the um the mo- like the the SNCC the student led mm-hmm. um like the, the um NAACP like all the movements the civil rights mm-hmm. movements that were fighting for um for 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 African American rights. They they use students they use yeah. kids and it's interesting because um in especially in Montgomery um African Americans were being arrested mm-hmm. and it, would, it was really exp- so if you're a dad and you get arrested obviously you can't pull out your camera mm-hmm. so what they did is they got kids to get a, they they got kids to get arrested and by doing that um they got sympathy from the rest of the nation mm-hmm. and that meant that the family providers didn't have to be in jail. And the kids yeah. got a, they got a message across because I mean the main point of the movement was to kind of punish mm-hmm. the, the 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 um the, t- the the I guess the town and to make them pay more money in the city to make make them pay more pay more money to um to spend more money in, in the in the prison system and so the it's it's interesting to see how they used kids to get their message across mm-hmm. and to really make a big a, b- a big difference in African Americans' lives mm-hmm. and to see her referencing to see her going back to the same to to the idea that getting kids involved in in in, in any movement mm-hmm. is successful and we've seen that before yeah. and i think in this movement the reason why this gun control movement this gun issue movement it's so you know it's so potent right now is because mm-hmm. it started from a, a bunch of high schoolers you mm-hmm. know it started from you know emma gonzalez one of the one of the david hogg right david hogg um it started mm-hmm. from them and that's 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 a great thing. yeah i think one i mean i guess this is kind of a pessimistic view but there's some people no matter how hard you try, and we always try and have a discussion, be able to change your mind, be open to changing your mind. Mm-hmm. But no matter how hard, they'll never change their minds. That's and so, yeah. what what the goal is is if the kids learn a certain way, they're if they grow, grow up, up like they're gonna grow up that way. And so if we ke- and if we teach kids the right things and what we really want the next generation to be like, that's how they're gonna be. Exactly, and you know, it's if kids act like adults, <laughs> if adults are acting like kids. Then kids are gonna act like adults, and <laughs> they're gonna have to. Yeah, they're gonna have to. Someone has to stand up, mm-hmm. and if if it has to be kids, they're going to do it. And mm-hmm. you know, the one thing that kids are good at is being passionate. Whether mm-hmm. it's about playing, you know, Call of Duty, a video game, or whether it's about standing up for gun violence, mm-hmm. kids are always passionate because you know they have time. They don't have to pay any mm-hmm. bills, and you know, they if they believe in something, they believe in something. Yeah. And we're, this is why we had this march. The march. It was I think mainly mm-hmm. credited to. The resilience of the kids at, at, um, at Stoneman Douglas. Yeah, what was interesting is at the march, you saw a lot of kids and you saw a lot of older people, the people who have time and the people who can do things. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's great that we're seeing more and more kids going in. And I mean, I, I think that was kind of unprecedented where so many kids went to these marches and so many yeah. kids saved their opinions. And I mean, I, I think these school shootings, they raise the option of gun control. And gun control isn't just for these school shootings, it's also for. I mean, just homicides, suicides, yeah. all these things that they can be prevented by better gun control, better mm-hmm. background checks, and, I mean, limits on gun stocks. There's all these things that you can do and that should be being done, but they're not being done because of, I mean, you're seeing money people pouring in money. from the NRA. Money, yeah. It's I mean, a big issue. Just people who don't want to change their minds. And I think we right here we have, like, a speech from some NRA spokesmen. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's yeah. She's been on the news a lot. She's been on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've been... Yeah, she's been all over the place. Yeah, her name's Dana Loesch, and uh, yeah, it's just it's right. She's at CPAC at the moment. It's her speech at CPAC, so let's just get right into it. Try as they might to spin it, they are unsuccessful, and they have been. Now I'm going to say something that some people are going to say is controversial, so I'll say it really slowly, so all the people on the platform in the back. Media love gun 
I'm just going to stop right there. First off, she's a spokesperson for the NRA. And so she's responding to all the school shootings. And this is what she has to say. The the media likes the school shootings. The Which media I'm afraid to say that that's false. That's it's They they do get more clicks. They do get more things, but the media is putting this stuff up because they need change and people need to know this what's going on for change to happen. To get the message out. There. And to start a discussion, to mm-hmm. start problems with gun control. And she's saying she doesn't think the media should be covering these gun control things. I mean, I don't know how this is really a constructive thing to say. Like the media, the media, if the, if the, if they cover this stuff, it starts a discussion, and in the end, the best the best idea will win. She's saying we should not be having this discussion. We should just keep having our guns, I guess. And I think the main her, her main job is to basically take to spin anything mm-hmm. she's given into making the NRA looking like the good guys. That, and, and the media looking like money wanting pigs right that's, it's the other way around yeah. uh, it's the other way around yeah let's continue with the video you guys are lovers now i'm not saying that you love the president but i need to understand what that means trying right now maybe mistake to use the minimal legislative Now, I don't the reason why she's saying that, but besides that, she does raise a good point. She, uh, yeah. I think that's a, maybe it's once in a lifetime today. It should be documented. <laughs> maybe once the one time she does raise a good point. Mm. I, I that's true. I don't see any any town hall um meetings about the the violence in Chicago. But that's I think that's just a yeah. way to distract the people. But exactly. that's a good point. I gotta give her credit for that. Because this is the one thing I think again she does raise a good point, but mm. she's not providing solutions. She's saying the media doesn't cover this. Okay, what do we do now? Like, the media's covering these issues with the school shootings, and it's leading to this conversation on gun control. They should probably... It's going to create a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. So, the black mothers in Chicago, it might not... You know, they might not be the first ones on the... uh, On the news. They might not be the headline. But if we fix this mass Mm -hmm. mass shooting issue, then people are going to be more willing to fix Mm -hmm. the, you know, the... the, the, Like, just Mm -hmm. the regular gun violence that's happening across America. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible that the mothers in Chicago, and I mean, Chicago actually isn't the worst with gun violence. Not, yeah, they like mentioning Chicago because they have a lot of gun control, but there's mm-hmm. many other cities that are just as bad, and these inner city neighborhoods where a lot of black mothers are affected, a lot of black people are affected predominantly. If we do fix gun control in general, it's going to have a ripple effect across. Exactly. So you cannot tell me that, oh, you know, why doesn't the media care about that? And also go back... And, and, you know, make laws that make it easy yeah. for people to get guns. Like, that's counterintuitive, you know? You Why don't you care about that? Yeah, exactly. You know, you ha- I mean, she single-handedly has the mm-hmm. power to, if if she wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, stop, to slow down the amount of guns mm-hmm. being purchased, she could do that. You know, she yeah. th- it's the NRA. They have all that money and the time to, to do whatever they want. So mm-hmm. it's it's really, she, you know, she's very hypocritical of her calling out mm-hmm. the media. And I- in they do it for, for a good reason. She mm-hmm. does it for money. The NRA yeah. does it for money, yeah. Let's keep going. Where's the CNN town hall for Chicago? Where's the CNN town hall for sanctuary cities? Where was the CNN town hall for Jamil Shaw Sr., whose son was murdered by someone who illegally entered the country and had been deported repeatedly? Where was his voice? the voice of those junior ROTC members last night tuning in? Right, uh, let's stop for a second. And I think she's um she's raising a good point. But r- rather than, you know, questioning the media why mm-hmm. they haven't covered a certain story, why don't you allocate your resources yeah. to covering those stories, you know? And I think we have we have one more bit of video left, just a, a tiny mm-hmm. bit. But why not you rather than um Rather than putting putting rather than putting down the media for covering mm-hmm. certain stories, why not taking your time to the NRA has a lot of money. Why don't they take some of that money yeah. and cover the the, the black mo- the, the black mothers going through um these these heartbreaks? Yeah, obviously they're not, they're not pro- providing many solutions, and I, I think it's we could probably just end the video right, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. 
Right, you can check mm. out the video. What's the title of the video? Uh, Dana Loesch speech, CPAC 2018. It's on yeah. YouTube. So it's, mm. it's just another, it's the NRA. I mean, it's her job. She's a spokes, mm. um, spokeswoman. Uh, it's her job to twist yep. anything that she gets to into making the NRA look a little better than they mm-hmm. do. And I guess you can't fault you can't fault her for it. I mm-hmm. guess the only thing that we can do is um fight and go out and march. I, I believe there's something else going on April uh the twenty first. There's there's another going there's going to be another walkout I think. Really? I, I've heard there's going to be another walkout. Um I, I we'll get the dates on that, but I believe it's going to be another mm-hmm. walkout and it's interesting to see how um this movement's gonna roll out. Um, it was a great mm-hmm. experience as a march, and I believe you have a game for us to play. Yeah, let's play the game. All right. So my first question is, have there been? Do you think more people have been buying guns under Obama or the past year with Trump? Um, well, Obama spent eight years in office. The p- yeah, on I mean, average, I, on, on average, average, yeah. But um, even even besides that, mm-hmm. I think. With with Trump, I, if we look at you, I think mm. they've more people have purchased guns. The average has been higher with Trump because if you look at Trump's base, yeah, they are the people to side to the NRA. They are the people who are mm-hmm. you know trying to hold on to the to the America that was you know a, a few years back, and I would say it's Trump. It's Trump. Um, under Trump, people have purchased guns. Well, the gun control laws from one year to the next have not changed much. But I'm gonna say this right now. It's actually. So the way they, they check is the amount of background checks for uh, people buying guns by the FBI. Mm-hmm. And there have been more under Obama in general than under Trump. And this is for one reason. people in, Under Obama, like the people were more afraid that their guns were going to be taken away. And so whenever there was a big shooting or something like that, they flocked to buy guns. But under Trump, these same people who voted for him, they feel like Trump wouldn't do that to us. And so they're not buying as many guns. They're oh, not doing wow. as much stuff. And so like, yeah, so there's just basically... A, less guns bought just based off just the rhetoric of the president i guess oh. on average so i guess they they're comfortable they're mm-hmm. comfortable yeah and that's i mean and that's the big i feel like that's the big um that's the big thing with with having trump mm-hmm. in office people are so with having him in office since he gets away with almost anything mm-hmm. people just used to being who they are yeah and most of the time that's being bigoted being yeah. racist being sexist and believing in and and Wanting guns, wanting to keep yeah, the guns, yeah. Exactly, and so I, I guess that's the one, I, if you would ask me what's the one thing that kind of um, has sticked out with Trump in office, that has to be one of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought of it, I've never thought of it, but that, that would definitely have to be one of it. Yeah, it's, it's pr- pretty interesting. And so my next question would probably be, um, how many people do you think die a day from gun violence in America? Ooh. Um, around 300 million people. Yeah. Let's go with um, 150. It's actually 96 or 100, so oh, you're kind of close. I wasn't that off. But so yeah. the point about this is you're. it's not just the school shootings that are the problem. People having guns it's in general. 96 every day? Yeah, 96 wow. or 100. I mean, that's that's an insane amount. I mean, that's four people an hour. That's, that's crazy. But, I mean, just the point of this is Gun violence isn't just the school shootings. It's not just the 17 people die, dying at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, although that is very sad. It's just people in general. Just. I think we have. Uh, <laughs> we ha- I'm not sure what that was. Oh, I think. Uh-huh. Huh, that's weird. I, I think our levels are still fine, so yeah, mm-hmm. let's just keep this going. Um, yeah, so my next question would be. Um, how, so the, the, since there's like 9,600 a day, that means 13,000 gun homicides a year. But so of the gun deaths every year, though, one one question is how, how many, how much, what percent do you think is suicides? Out of the how many homicides per year? Uh, there's wait no, so there's 175,703 firearm deaths a year. Mm-hmm. So how much do you think of percent of these are suicides? Um. Probably 25%. 25%. I mean, for me, I would have thought that was large before this. It's actually 62%. Think about that. So that means 62% of people wow. have been, I mean, have had a gun and just killed themselves with it that's compared to the 175,000 who die a year. So that's 108,000 suicides using guns a year. Think about that. Do you think... So this is not just a matter yeah. of people, you know, go like going out and shooting other mm-hmm. people. It's a matter of people having a- having access to a, to a weapon that 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're having some. I mean, that, but that makes sense. That 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 makes that makes yeah. sense. It's, it's a sad truth, but that makes sense. I mean, if you're having some, if you're having trouble, you know, you're having, you're going through some depression or something is happening, mm-hmm. and you realize, I could take my life in in a few seconds with this weapon. I guess why not? Yeah, I mean, it's terrible, but that's the fact of the matter. And I think if they didn't have those guns, maybe they would have gotten help instead. I mean, it's 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 a conversation that you, you can't know. But I just have a feeling that 108,000, not all, all of those people would have killed themselves if they didn't have access to a gun. It's because almost, helping, it's almost yeah. like having easy access to a gun helps them out. It makes it, mm. a lot, it makes the decision a lot easier. Yeah, and I mean... Yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah, because I mean, if you're having a bad time and one day you just you know you're done, and you have a you gun, have you a can gun, just do it. One shot. But if you don't have a gun, you might you, you might go to bed, you might think about it, and then mm-hmm. the next day you're like, you know what, I'll go to therapy. I made a mistake. I, I mean, mistake, I'll get know, some help. I'll get back. But in, with having access to a mm-hmm. gun, you could just end it right there, and that's why. You know. Yeah, I mean, my yeah. next question actually is, mm-hmm. so we we've heard of these school shootings and these kids dying. But how many of the 100 people, 96 people who die a day from gun violence do you think are actually children and teens, 19 or under? Jeez. Um, so let's go with um, 25%. So 25 people are just about? No, out of, out, of, um, out of the 100, yeah. Out of the 100 people? Yeah. Oh, um, we'll go with probably like 16%. Really, it's actually seven. I mean, I was surprised. You, you'd think children's and teens, I mean, they wouldn't be affected really by, much by that gun violence. But, mm-hmm. I mean, at I least mean, I was surprised by this data. I mean, oh, wow. yeah, think I about it. it 19 or under. I mean, why, why would a kid be really involved in gun violence? Well, I'm thinking about, you know, growing up in the inner city. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, at that point, it's very easy for these young black men mm-hmm. to, and I w- I'm talking about 12-year-olds, you know, 12-year-olds, yeah. and they end up, they seek refuge in gangs, mm-hmm. and they, they end up getting... So, I guess that's... I mean, that's not fair. I was only accounting for gang-related gun violence. I mean, no. Yeah. I mean, at least I was very surprised by this. Seven children and teens a day die from gun violence, age 19 or under. I mean, those are kids. Those are they have a whole life high schoolers. Yeah. And it's just cut off. I mean, it's just all these stats really just lead you to think, like... Is, are these guns really worth it? Or, a, I mean, I don't even know if ARs are really the problem. It's the handguns and everything else. Yeah. I'm not sure if advocating for a complete ban of guns is the right thing to do, but it's definitely I mean, we need to sense, we need to open up a conversation. In a perfect world, and if mm-hmm. I had all the power, I mean, I think just mm. you know abolishing the Second Amendment. I mean, it's it's which is ridiculous, right? No, no one's ever gonna yeah. agree that. But I think that's the most. If you, I think if you do that, mm-hmm. you're almost guaranteed. I think it's a direct correlation. If you abolish the Second Amendment, the number of gun deaths will just go down. Mm-hmm. And this actually goes with Dana Loesch for my, for my next question. Mm-hmm. It's how much more likely are black men than white Caucasian males to get shot or and killed? Um, I'm going to go probably like one to seven. Probably for every so one seven, times man, more seven times more likely. It's 13. Oh, that's, I mean, I, I read that statement. That was, that's insane to me. I mean, these. Uh, I I feel like inner cities and just you see how much worse off like these black men are just because of where they're growing up, most likely, and among other things. Interesting. How a good question would be. You know, how how much more likely is a black man, um, more likely to, um to be shot than mm-hmm. unarmed to be shot um than a than a, mm-hmm. than a Caucasian male is. Yeah. Know, probably also a shocking number. So. We're seeing mm-hmm. again African Americans taking the brunt on this, get being the ones yeah. to um, get hurt the most. And I mean, actually, another statistic. I'm just gonna so- say this one right now. If there's a gun in a household, oh, the chances of a woman being killed from domestic violence is five times more. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's the whole. That's the thing. It's so easy to kill someone with yeah, a gun. Yeah, it's so easy. And I mean, if you if you're driving and someone cuts you off, mm-hmm. rather than flipping them off, if you have a gun next to you, mm-hmm. you could end them right there. And that's yeah. not a, that's that's it's not something that it should be. Mm. You should not be able to just take someone life, someone someone's life like that. Yeah, it just shouldn't be. And all these statistics are from the CDC and the FBI. I mean, pretty unbiased sources. Pretty, I mean, just some would down say the line. Very biased, but really, I mean, <laughs> I guess so. Some would say, but, but anyone would, you know, with a, with uh, it, it's as unbiased as it yeah, gets. It would go, I but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's about it. Yeah, for I think the that's show. it. Uh, that's it for our show today. Yeah. Um, 
obviously, you know, the march was it was a great mm-hmm. experience going. Not that was a good experience. It was, it was a great experience. Actually, one of my first marches to go to. And my I mean, second one. My third one, yeah. actually. Yeah. I went to um, the women's march last year. Went to the Antifa rally mm-hmm. just to see what people had to think. Um, yeah, I mean. It was interesting. And um, and the, the Antifa rally was, was basically, mm-hmm. you know, that the interview that we did with the guy who was saying mm-hmm. that Clash of America. It was like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming it was a whole yeah, lot of that. So this was a great experience. It was great oh. to see a lot of young people stand up for what they believe in and um, and get out there and voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think that wraps up the show. I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, we don't have any closing remarks. Uh, that's just um. That's yeah. that's great that people are able to stand I mean, up for what they I believe I think in. the at the end of the day, the most important thing to think about is what's worth more: our guns or just human lives and in general. And I'm not sure really. There's a lot of s- common sense things that you can do to cut off some gun violence, like, like banning assault that. rifles, mm-hmm. banning, I mean, semi-automatic, bump stocks, all these things that can turn a semi-automatic to an automatic rifle you can buy so don't in a store. Teachers. And arming teachers, I mean, <laughs> there's better ways of doing it. Just these things in general would limit them. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe having a police officer in schools. I mean, we, we actually have one at our school. I mean, but, you know, that's, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, if an eighteen-year-old raising the age to buy an assault you know, rifle, those all are these ideas. steps that would you know it mm-hmm. clear cut. Um, it, they they would show that they would definitely you know. And then there's even more that we can do, but I mean, yeah, we got a lot of resistance. I think that's to that. it for our show. Uh, yeah. thank you for joining us. And